Podcast. 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 Hello and welcome to Nana 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 Podcast, the Batman podcast for people who love anime. I'm Danny. I'm Jacob, the anime boy. I'm Abby. Abby Krinsky is here joining us, and we are watching every Batman movie ever made from 1943 to the present. Jake, what did we watch this week? Uh, we watched Gotham Knight. That's um, right. Which is after, a collection of short, like short stories, basically. Yeah. After spending most of the summer focusing on fan films and just doing like three different versions of Batman right. all in one episode. After scheduling right. depression, frankly, <laughs> we finally watched something that doesn't suck dick. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're kind of easing back into the Batman normal movies though because yeah. this is still a bunch of different stories right. very different yeah. takes all in one but it's officially released it's a real batman movie and we're going to talk about it abby uh good to have you here what is what is your history with batman how much you know i know have you seen very, this before very little i watched this one because you told me <laughs> uh, this one was assigned and besides that i've seen like it's good you did that the, not every guest <laughs> watches the movies we assigned i might have forgot some of it yeah but, uh, no, it's good. I've seen all three Christopher Nolans, but I was drunk and belligerent in the theater for the most recent one. Drunk and belligerent. <laughs> yeah. like you're, just, you're just trying to fight people in the middle of the theater. I just I just remember laughing at a few parts where I wasn't supposed to be laughing. <laughs> you got the glares, looks. Yeah. Exactly. Serious film. <laughs> I went to see, uh, I think it was Funny People with a friend of mine in college, and he showed up very drunk and I, w- I was not drunk at all he was extremely drunk and he started how did he get there did he drive you guys were in virginia Oof. yeah but this was in this was like on campus so i think he probably walked okay <laughs> uh, but he he was just shouting and like laughing at really inappropriate parts and the cancer reveal yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he tried to start a slow clap at one point <laughs> And there was like 20 minutes left in the movie. It was not the end of the movie yet. So he had to just settle back down into just silence yeah, after yeah. everyone was and like, everyone, no. Everyone just saw me sitting next to him and had like walk out with him and everyone just glared at me. Oh, it was God. a long movie. Yeah. He had to have sobered up a little bit. Not really. <laughs> I think he might have brought some out going with that. I think he kept going. Poured him into that fucking $7 Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so you haven't seen my, any, no, no uh, comics, no Batman Beyond, no Batman the Animated Series? No. No? I, I mean, I'm sure as a child, uh, but I had very limited TV access. So, uh, you what is that? Like, mean? I wasn't allowed to watch much TV. Oh, okay. I prioritized, like, X-Men. I just, <laughs> you said I had very limited TV access. I lived in the Sahara. Yeah. It <laughs> sounds like your TV was just up very high. <laughs> you just couldn't get to it that often. Exactly. You said you prioritized X-Men. Like, your parents were like, you get one superhero show. Right? <laughs> yeah. One, okay? You get one teen drama. Right? <laughs> it's Boy Meets World. Or <laughs> Dawson's Creek. Yeah, no, which... Make some choices, Abby. <laughs> okay, that's cool. You're going in uh, with a uh, with a very fresh perspective. So you're a blank slate. I watched the end of Batman Begins before uh-huh. this to like prep myself because I said online that it was vaguely took place after that, mm-hmm. which afterwards didn't seem like that accurate. Oh, this, this, yeah. the Gotham Knights yeah, took place this after. Gotham Knight, yeah. in, in theory, this takes this bridges the gap between Batman Begins and the Dark Knight. In practice, I don't think it really has anything to do. Yeah, with Yeah, what 
Where's the connection even? I don't... There's not really any. It came out in between them. I think it came out in between them. That's the only reason. They've said since... I I think it was mostly just a promotional thing. Right. They were like, this will help you get ready for the Dark Knight. Yeah. And they've said since, like, you can really put this anywhere in any Batman continuity. It's not really tied to anything. I saw that uh, one of the production companies... It said like Warner Premiere, and mm-hmm. at first I'm like, is that a boot? Like, are they not associated with Warner <laughs> Brothers? And I, and I looked it up, and it is associated, but it's Warner Brothers direct to DVD label. Oh, like nice. they planned that. And right. I was like, hmm, I wonder what else. And I looked it up, and the first thing I saw was they just recently came out with, or closer to this, they came out with Ace Ventura uh, Junior, Pet Detective, a child Ace Ventura, no, no Jim Carrey involved. Uh, yeah, starring, <laughs> starring Anne Cusack, John Cusack's sister. Oh, wow. And there's a third Cusack? Because there's also Joan Cusack. Uh, I think there's like eight of them. Wow. At least they got a knockoff Cusack for their yeah. knockoff Jim Carrey movie. One of the lesser Cusacks. Yeah. Yeah. And Cusack's like a lesser Jim Carrey. You know what? Well, <laughs> I've read up on all the, the trivia for this, and uh, you mentioned this being straight to DVD. A lot of people think that. Not quite true not quite not technically straight to dvd it aired in australia it premiered in movie theaters in australia for like two weeks before mm. it went to dvd in america wow so little facts there you go with the accent they, also, technically, the, Veggie Tales 2, Escape to Veggie Island, uh, was not straight to DVD because I projected it on the inside of a tent with two of my cousins, one of whom was asleep. So, technicalities, folks. It's on Wikipedia. <laughs> I put it there, but it is in whenever you have, uh Whenever you go to IMDb and they have the trivia, um, it always it, it like lists, uh, like you can give it like a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And um, if there's no, if no one's rated it yet, it always says, is this interesting? (laughs) (laughs) Question we should all be asking ourselves. You gotta ask, is this good trivia or not? Usually not. (laughs) The the amount of trivia I've revealed on this show compared to the amount I've read, it's it's a very high ratio. Low ratio? You know what I mean. Uh, So basically this is six stories about Batman told by... Uh, different writers, different production companies. It's all kind of in a vaguely anime style. Yeah. But six different production companies, so it's six different takes on it. There's a very loose continuity between some of them. There's kind of small, kind of, some characters, obviously there's a few characters, but like yeah. they'll kind yeah, of... Yeah, Batman is kind of running. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He's around. Yeah. yeah. I, they'll be like, someone gets arrested, and you'll see him in another like short story yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And like, there's basically a through line of a bad guy through some like, somewhat. In a couple of them, there's yeah. the same one or whatever. Like, but it's pretty loose. They basically just stand. You don't have to. You could watch any one of them standalone. Standalone. Yeah. You could watch them in a different order than they gave them to you, that, and you wouldn't really lose anything. That all being said, it took me till third segment to realize that this was all the case i just right. like i watched the first three i'm like okay they have like pretty long ca- like act breaks in between and like the style's <laughs> changing but it's the same movie and then i was like oh no this is a compilation. <laughs> they do just the first couple the first two really are fairly so, connected I think they're, they're the same animator right or at least it seems like yeah. well they they like arrest the bad guy at the end of one and then the cops transport him mm-hmm. so it's I'm, i was like okay so we are going to keep rolling with this ball but then they really I, didn't, like I don't think that. I realized that that was the same... I might be wrong, but I thought that was the guy they unmasked at the end of the first one. It could be. It was, yeah, because there was the uh, the black cop that was like, 
really hated that Batman was in the right. Gordon office, and then I think there was a knack break or something, and then that was the guy in the car, too. Right. Who I was just, able to jump, like, off a four-story building. And yeah. And pretty bad. Anime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's go through, like, the, the beat by beat of this. The first one uh, is called Have I Got a Story for You by Four Degrees Celsius Studios, or Studio Four Degrees Celsius. Uh, so it's... It, it's hard with some of these to really do a, a breakdown of the, the plot because there's not the plot's not that in, important here. It's just um, it, it's these three skater kids who all kind of meet up and they're like, "Hey, I saw Batman." No, I saw Batman, and they're each kind of giving their own version of the story, and it kind of a, gradually comes together in like reverse chronological order. This story of Batman, uh, like this guy tried to rob like a party, and then he escapes in a jetpack, and Batman is fighting them uh but they all have they also like a piece of the story and they walked away with like a very different take on what batman is yeah it's all animated through the kid's point of view yeah so like in the first kid's story batman is like a shadow monster yeah. they can like slide from shadow to shadow and then the next one he's like if an actual saw, bat uh, person like, yeah if you ever saw uh, or read uh, Batman and Dracula Red Rain. It's very similar. The first one's very similar to that. Second one is very similar to Man Bat, the uh, Batman villain. Right. It's like the bit in the, Spy- in the Spider-Man comics where like he starts turning into an actual spider. Yeah. Guy. The like, dumbest that kind of all of... Spider-Man storylines. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the last one, Batman's like a robot. Yeah. It's all these kids like this is what Which Batman is. No, is this is what Batman is. So dumb that he's a robot, but it. I kind of loved it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I look because there's little kids, you know. They were yeah. all like, "Whoa, Batman!" Like, it's. Uh, I was talking with Abby about this off mic, but it's been done a couple times before. But it's a really fun uh, story to tell. There's a '70s uh, comic that's very similar to this called um, uh, "The Dark Knight." No one knows the Batman. No one knows something like that, where it's like three kids in the woods, like just telling ghost stories, and they're talking about who Batman is, and one of them's like. Oh, Batman's like this black guy with all this technology. He's like a like basically Shaft, but like with like all this uh, like a, like a jetpack. Basically, Shaft with a jetpack. And everyone's like, no, no, he's a demon. He's this monster and this. The first uh, kid was like fairly close. <laughs> he's just like he's black, and yeah. you're wrong. But I mean, why wouldn't he be black? Sure, he could be black. The next person there is dumb. <laughs> he's a demon. <laughs> like, all right, okay, all right. But what's the third guy's idea? <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't remember. The third one might have been that he's some kind of bat monster thing, or he's right. a ghost. Or well, he also had at the beginning. You know, it's like he had like weird, glaring, like laser red eyes, and so did the yeah. bad guy. And the bad guys were sort of like un. This might be in other Batman things too, but they were like un. Like they weren't individuals. They were sort of like a. Yeah, I think it was the same trip. bad guy throughout, mm-hmm. but he really uh, he was kind of featureless. He was just kind of in a black suit with goggles, and that's... Yeah. Um, they, they did the same story in uh, Batman and the Animated Series, though, an episode called Legends of the Dark Knight. It was pretty much the exact same story. Um, it's still, like, a really fun story. I was yeah. like... Yeah. It was cool. I really loved the animation in this one. Like, it was a cool kind of, like, feat... Not featureless, but very stylized shapes of faces and things. Yeah. Like, I didn't like the way they drew people. I liked a lot I liked, of the objects. Yeah, I liked the that. I liked how the people looked too. I mm. thought that was a cool like. It was as stylish. I it wasn't accurate or anything. Early on, they had like very like like uh, satanic, like very like evil looking. Every feature of everybody was like a little off and creepy. Yeah, and, like, and 
yeah, Batman definitely had like actual bat wings and like yeah, you know, like the second one, he was like a just a monster like bat. Yeah. There's kind of humanoid, yeah, giant bat. Scary. They literally have him take the bad guy's head off. Yeah, like, yeah. he just claws his head off. Yeah. And then they're like, Batman doesn't kill anyone. The girl tells the story. He's like, I'm spicing it up. Yeah. It's storytelling. Wait, had, when I wrote it down, she wrote, somebody said, yo, that story is totally capped. <laughs> or at least that's what I got. I don't know what the word was. It was like the most obvious, like, middle-aged man Googles yeah, kids. Right, yeah. Like, wording. And then, and then she just goes, yo, I, I, sorry, no yo yet. She goes, I'm making it more colorful, yo. Yeah, that that bugged me. The language bugged me a little bit. It did seem so so fake and so middle aged white man trying to think like, how do black people talk? Yeah, uh, exactly. But, but so we're not making any of the characters black. Yeah, these kids yeah. are white, but yeah. I want them to sound cool. So, <laughs> let me pro- approximate how black people. I talk. think they've got a multi ethnic. I think a couple yeah. of the kids are Asian, maybe or yeah. like Hispanic, possibly. So yeah. I don't know, but like, yeah. Also, the girl that was telling the story who was making the story more colorful yo was uh, <laughs> she was like they were all like young teens and she i don't yeah. know if you noticed it, maybe it's creepy that i noticed but she had like abnormally large breasts that were like <laughs> <laughs> and her shirt was like not totally like it kept like the strap kept yeah. falling down i was like yeah. this animator made a conscious decision here yeah. to make the 15 year old like and the adult women characters like yeah, whatever. But yeah. it was like this mixed race, fifteen-year-old skater girl like needs to be more. That is a pretty um, anime decision to yeah, make. I guess as I far guess. as animation goes. I think we've got our title for the episode: "Abnormally Large Press." <laughs> That's the title of the beach. Yeah, she did. The, yeah, good, good eye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was fun. I was like a, like an Elseworlds tale. It's fun to see familiar characters in like a like a slightly skewed version of him seeing Batman yeah. as a robot or as a monster or a shadow demon thing yeah, that's cool and there was the one there was the four friends the three show up late they each have the Batman story and then at the end Batman and the bad guy like fucking blast through the window of this, yeah the one that's complaining like oh I never I didn't see him I never see anything yeah and then the fight comes to them and yeah. there's like the bad guy throws a smoke bomb down and he sneaks up on Batman with a knife yeah and it was a really cool like choice there was a very good direction I thought where like there's just kind of like a thwack noise, and you're like, oh shit, they just stabbed Batman. Yeah. Like, are they oh, just yeah. gonna kill Batman in this weird short story thing? But then they revealed, like, the kid that hadn't seen Batman knocked him out with a skateboard. Yeah. It was a good cut. It was like, yeah. a, it was a cool. You know, it reminded me of is uh, Mask of Zorro when the, the kids, like, pushed the statue onto the guards at the beginning. Right. And, um, and even the kid was wearing, like, a bullseye t shirt, and the, in the Mask of Zorro, they gave him, like, the bullseye necklace. Yeah, it's just right. like similar enough that it almost made me. It's probably just a coincidence, but it, it could have been a reference. I mean, these are people that cared enough to make a Batman thing. You yeah, know, it might. You could be the reference. It was cool it. that too. It like that like all the kids picturing of Batman was like you know again a little separated from being fully human and mm-hmm. sort of being unstoppable. Like in one, he's disappearing, and others he can fly like easily. And then yeah. just like in yeah. real life, it's like. You know, the kid Yeah, he was bleeding from his mouth, and he's like very obviously human and vulnerable. Yeah, actually, oh, yeah. The, he couldn't fly in the the robot one, which I thought was interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. He, like jump like Bionic Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though his hand could like you know spin very fast and like cycle and shoot like, a laser. Man. Yeah, like, <laughs> but they didn't give him a jetpack. They give the bad guy jetpack, but not Batman. Flaw. <laughs> 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 First laugh to hit up transition. That was fun. That was good. Um, uh, so yeah, that, that's basically the the first one. Um, 
some six skate scenes to start it off. I was like, when yeah. it first starts, it's yeah, just when like I a started, straight up animated skate movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, you sent us a link to, like, the thing, and when it started, it was a bunch of teens skating, and I was like, Danny sent me the wrong fucking link. <laughs> <laughs> the animation style's weird. Why am I watching this teen skating thing? <laughs> uh, so the second one was called Crossfire, and it was produced by IG. Instagram. Um, yeah. <laughs> they started off as a Batman production company before they transitioned into butt models. <laughs> I felt like this was the, the weakest of the six. This had like almost no Batman. Very, very little Batman. Thinking your mind, I mean, I think I agree because I don't remember this. Yeah. One. <laughs> uh, this one has uh, Crispus Allen, a police officer, and Al- uh, Anna Ramirez. Uh, his his partner, they're both members of the Major Crimes Unit in Gotham, and they've been handpicked by Lieutenant James Gordon. The two are assigned to take the recently captured man in black, uh, who, who was from the previous story, um, revealed to, to be Jacob Feely, an escaped inmate from Arkham Asylum with an expertise in advanced electronics explosives, back to Arkham Asylum, uh, which has been converted into, uh, into following the which most of the narrows has been converted into following the incident Batman Begins. So I guess it's a little bit of continuity. Okay, there. right. So there's that bit, yeah, in Batman Begins where, like, all the crazy shit gets sprayed all over the city and yeah. it, like, hits Arkham and yeah. the rest of that area around they, like, there. They, pull the bridges up so yeah, they trapped over there. they it's coordinate like it off. And it, it kind of starts off with uh, uh, Crispus Allen is uh, uh, in the police, the, the, the office, and he sees, uh, he's looking at, Gordon's door, being just being a hater. Yeah, yeah. just hating yeah. on Batman. You can see like the uh, Batman shadow through like the glass of the door, which makes no which sense. Seems Lighting dumb wise. for Batman to yeah. do, really. <laughs> but it was, it was kind of cool that you don't actually see Batman. He's just kind of implied and hinted at. Yeah, I feel like Batman wouldn't stand in front of the door though. Yeah, just given how good he, he is at not being seen, yeah. you know, he would. You think he wouldn't like look through the window and wave like, hey, it's okay. <laughs> Also, I don't know if you saw, but when they open up, like Officer Gordon has like the largest office of like any. Like he works for the public sector. There's no way he has like Goldman <laughs> Sachs. Whoa, he office. works for the major crimes unit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I I love that there might be like a counterpart to him in like the minor crimes unit. <laughs> Same acronym. Yeah. <laughs> Some tiny desk, and there's like a woman yeah. wearing a crazy big cape you can see through the window and the door. She's like, that, my neighbors are too loud. They're too loud, General. The kids, General the children are always jaywalking. This <laughs> light in your room is so bright, shining <laughs> What if Batman wasn't really there? It's just Gordon wants to project the image he's there. We already know he has good projection skills because yeah. he projects for, you know. Pictures of Batman all the time. Yeah, so That's he's true, like yeah. he's just dressed up with something on his, <laughs> on his head, like just some kind of bad costume. Yeah, he's just standing in front of the door, like, all right, four, five, okay, that's good. Now, now I'll come out. That'll really piss off yeah. Officer Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate that guy. Why did I choose him personally yeah. myself? I didn't vet him at all, damn it. Yeah. He's not cool. We're like the unit that mainly deals with Batman, and he has a he normal Batman. Hate for Batman. Let's promote him. It's like yeah. the first thing I'd look for. Yeah. Uh, basically, it comes out that uh, Major Crimes is pretty much the Batman the division. Batman division. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like doing what Batman says to do. And uh, uh, Christmas Allen is like 
this is this guy's a vigilante and his partner is like no he's not he's like no that's the definition of what a vigilante is he's right yeah <laughs> he's right i don't yeah. think he should be that mad about it yeah but he's right it's i I, how can you argue Batman is not a vigilante? Yeah. It's the, it, he, he is acting like an internet commentator, though. Yeah. Or commentator, commenter, though. You yeah. know, where someone's like, Batman's a vigilante. And someone's like, no, he's not. He's a good guy. And the first guy's like, here's the dictionary definition of vigilante. <laughs> I'm not going to acknowledge the second part where you were talking about whether he's good or not. Yeah. There was a, uh, way back before Jacob joined the podcast, in the 19, I think it's the 1943 serial. I think the first thing we did. version podcast <laughs> yeah. that's what my grandfather been. was doing the podcast. <laughs> down from Rumble, yeah Rumble. uh but in, in that batman was a deputized fbi officer and just like a pinkerton type thing uh, pinkertons are private so private? Be a pinkerton. oh, okay. yeah but he was an fbi officer just i i it didn't really make any sense i think it was because world war ii was on and they didn't want to glamorize vigilanteism and so they just had to have like one line about how he's an FBI officer, and it just made it so much more nonsensical. The FBI is just employing a guy dressed yeah. in a bat. <laughs> <laughs> we found the man who's best at punching. Yes. He happens to also be insane <laughs> and demand we let him dress as a bat, <laughs> fire grappling hooks into trees. There's nothing tall right now. We just had so many questions when you're watching this about, like, Wait, was he already dressing like a bat, and then they they hired him, or did they hire him and then he started dressing like a bat? And they're like, he's tenured. Yeah, we, we, can't, do. we can't fire him. That was actually the J. Edgar Hoover thing. Yeah. He, was dressing, <laughs> he wasn't dressing as women, he was just dressing as a female bat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. uh, so they argue about whether or not they should be working with Batman, or whether he's a good guy, what, what he's doing, whether he's a vigilante. And, um, as they, they, they drop off the, uh, uh, the guy and, um, uh, Chris Pizalan says he's going to transfer to major crimes because he doesn't like working with a vigilante and his, uh, his partner, Anna Ramirez gets very upset and he tells her, we've been working together for six weeks. <laughs> this is, yeah. I feel like he had a pretty valid point. Yeah. What did he say? He said he was probably like, we're not married. We're not married. Yeah. <laughs> I, but she's like hysterical at the idea he wouldn't want to continue this. Also, why did they choose six weeks? Yeah. <laughs> As a writer, why decide that the stakes are so low? Yeah. yeah. Why not make it matter? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, if he'd been doing this before Batman showed up, because this is supposed to be like pretty early in the Batman right. mm-hmm. story. He just began. Yeah. So presumably he could have, there could have been a major crimes division and already, and then it became like the Batman task force. Right. Maybe that would have been a more interesting way to, to do it. He's invested all this time and energy in major crimes, and he's just... Yeah, they could have been partners before they got put on the Batman thing. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. They could have more personal investment, and then he'd be like leaving his partner, but they weren't always doing it. Whatever. There's a lot of ways that yeah. they could do it other than being yeah. like... Also, I don't know if you mentioned, but the, the guy that they're transporting was dropped off by Batman. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, I mean, on one hand, that sort of adds to like, oh, he's frustrated. But on the other hand, it's like, you're you working for the major crimes unit and you're you're transporting this major criminal because yeah. the Batman just handed him to you. Yeah. It's a weird time to get bitter. Yeah. But that's kind of his point, though. Right. He doesn't like running errands for right. Batman. Um, but, but I just feel like maybe it's different if you're a cop and you're like, partnered with somebody but if anyone at my job said that they were transferring to a different part of the job like yeah that's fine 
Go, go for it. All right. Yeah. Later. I guess it, it's because they're like the only other person in the car all day. You know what yeah. I mean? There's a risk that you get a total fucking dweeb. Just a big old nerd that sucks. And oh, I've decaffeinated, please. Like, we're drinking coffee and eating donuts. Bastard. Crispin right? is sort of a dweeb, though. Like, is, is that his dweeb. name, actually? Yeah, like, yeah. Crispin? I would be, yeah, Crispus. wouldn't you be asked? Crispus. Crispus. Yeah, Crispus Allen. Just having to say his name, I'd be mad all day. That's another example of a middle-aged man Googling. Crispus? I think it's a cereal. Maybe just that I'd never work like a job where it's like a real career type job. But any any time a coworker, even a coworker I've liked, has said like, yeah, I'm quitting, I'm doing something else. I'm like, oh, that's good for you. Also six weeks. Yeah, six weeks in. know the person. Yeah, maybe yeah. they have a little, you know, a little tension, a little, uh, a little backstory we don't know about. Maybe. Yeah. Are, maybe. The, are those? I don't know. Are those characters in other stuff that there would have been implied? I know Christmas you know Allen I mean? is. I'm not sure about Anna Ramirez. Like I don't remember these characters, but there could be. There could be like fan service or something that we don't know about. I guess Christmas mm. Allen is definitely a detective in the comics. Anna Ramirez, I don't know. There's a another. Detective named Renee Montoya, who's usually Christmas Allen's partner. I'm wondering if for some reason they couldn't get the rights to Renee Montoya, or right, we negotiated really well. We got Batman. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big one. Yeah. Montoya, <laughs> really putting up a fight. Yeah, I, I don't know. Wait, so I have a plot question about this. Yeah, well, maybe we're gonna get to it, but it's like I don't even understand what the plan. So they're transporting this guy. Yeah. But then they're like, they need the bridge to go down so they can go on to, what's it, the Asylum Island or yeah. whatever that is, which is just like overrun by mad criminals. Right. Yes. But I don't know what their goal is. It doesn't, I don't, they're dropping it up to a building in the middle of it. I, I guess that was the prison. It was the prison that they were taking the, the asylum. Right, but it sort of seemed like the whole island, the prison had broken free. Yeah, like, that was weird. It did seem like they were just loose, like in criminal zone. With no the guard chance. was yeah. like, "Don't, Don't yeah. roll, your, roll your windows and down." It's crazy in there. I I didn't really understand it. This is a weird recurring thing in like a lot of Batman things where people just see like a whole island or like a large territory right. to just criminals. And just saying, like, we'll just put them over there. Yeah. And it's kind of the whole plot of Dark Knight Rises is the U.S. just kind of abandons all of Gotham. And also the plot of Batman, uh, No Man's Land, the government just abandons Gotham. Yeah. Which it's I like, can get down with. I think that's sort of cool. But then I just don't see the... Seem like really all they want to do is, like, toss that criminal across the yeah. bridge. But instead they, like... Just push him over. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. They, like, go in there as though there was, like, a goal and a building they were going to get to. And, yeah. and then the mobsters showed up there. And, like, they weren't arrested. They were right, not... Right, they were just chilling in the... So why did they go zone? into the jail? That's, like, if in Monopoly you landed on the jail part, but just you were just visiting, and you were like, can I go into the jail? Can I go in just... I, don't, I know I don't have to, but... Yeah, so they get caught in a confrontation between the Russian mob and the Italian mob, and the Italian mob... Uh, oh, that's what it was? Yeah. Okay. All right. It's like some turf war thing, I guess. Something like that, yeah. Um, so they get, the entire mob gets gunned down, and uh, Sal Moroni, the head of the mob, takes refuge behind Alan and uh, and Ramirez's car. Oh, yeah, they they just park, and then, like, five cars full of mobsters pull up on one side, and then on the opposite side of the car, five more cars full of mobsters pull up. And they just fucking chill, they just, like, pull their seats down. They should have 
what are they doing there? So what? the Italians were the ones in suits, I'm assuming, and then the yeah, Russians the Russians were, like, were the they were dressed like tracksuit, like, like Cirque du Soleil, yeah, like yeah. madman, like y'all look like Joker <laughs> followers or something. I guess weird. I don't know. I just had trouble following this. I just found it kind of boring. I feel like things jumped around. Like I don't know. It didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. That's okay. a lot of times. So the Russians blow up the police car with the rocket launcher. And uh, Ramirez and Maroney manage to get clear. Alan is rescued by Batman, who takes out the Russians, and is um, then Sal Maroney threatens to kill Ramirez, but he's dispatched by Batman. Batman recognizes Alan and Ramirez as Gotham's uh, Gordon's handpicked officers, and remarks that Gordon is a good judge of character, and then disappears. Yeah. Batman is huge in this, and like in his animation style, his shoulders are like five feet wide. Yeah, he is. Yeah. A re- he looks like the Hulk. It's it's insane. He's just barely in this one. Yeah, he's yeah. hardly in it. But I was just like, wow, they drew him huge. Yeah, goddamn. Like he's killing. He's killing Christmas with kindness. Yeah, like, <laughs> he hates him and he's like, damn, he saves, saves his life. Like, what would you do if you were just like the guy you hated most in high school? Just like jumped in front of a moving car for you once. You're like, ah, oh, I hate you. Fuck. Yeah, what do you? Do? <laughs> it's like I'd almost rather be hit by a car. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, we should say the Batman throughout all this is voiced by Kevin Conroy, the same guy who did uh, Batman the Animated Series. Uh, did a lot of Batman is him. He's, um, this is one bit of trivia that I found out about Kevin Conroy in researching this, uh, where apparently he... I, I don't know if this is true, because this does not make any sense to me, but supposedly <clears throat> uh, he'd never heard the story of Batman before he auditioned for Batman the Animated Series. And he said in the commentary for this that when they explained to him the story about this guy who, uh, he he was a a classically trained Shakespearean actor, and when they explained to him the story of this rich boy whose parents were killed and he seeks revenge, he thought they were telling the story of Hamlet. (laughs) Which, that's not really the story of Hamlet or Batman. I guess Batman, I don't see his... Revenge and Hamlet. Only one of his parents was killed. Right, and he's. I just don't see them as being that similar. I can see it's not like a one to one, but like I can see the the affluent youth whose parents died, like changing his like becoming violent for like you know it's not revenge for Batman because it's not towards the one guy. He's like right. revenging himself on crime. Hamlet's very focused on... He's not the out uncle. to just kill yeah. all uncles. No, yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's just the one guy. Everyone, you better only have one son from here on out, because Hamlet's are coming for the second one. <laughs> Maybe it's like a Shakespearean actor, not in that like he acted in Shakespeare. Like, he like only acted in Shakespeare his whole life and compares everything to Shakespeare. Right. He's like, oh, oh cool, hey, so. Airbud, that's a lot like <laughs> hard to imagine somebody maybe in in 1992 there weren't as many batman movies or tv shows or anything maybe it was easier but it, it just it's hard for me to imagine someone being that unfamiliar with the batman story like you've only seen like a couple of batman movies you you had to know like the basics oh yeah definitely you had to know he's a rich guy parents killed i think growing up he grew up before like sat, like cartoons in the morning yeah, though, and I think true. that kind of disseminated a lot of like 
brands, you know what I mean? Like a lot of comics and TV, like a lot of ideas were just spread through kids watching shit in the morning on the weekends. Yeah, and that could be, uh, I just looked him up, he was born in 1955, so he might have been, I mean there's no Batman movies or TV shows, radio, anything in the 50s. And then in the 60s, he might have been like a little too old for the Adam West show at that point. Right. So he could have just kind of missed all that. He probably knew there was a Batman, but not like specifics and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like my dad's like about his age, a little bit older, but he uh, kind of looked down on Batman comics when he was a kid. Saw Batman as like very much the JV, just was not interested in Batman. But the JV, you mean like there are better superheroes? Yeah. Like my okay. dad thought Superman was really cool, but he's like Batman just. Eh. I mean, if you if you're looking at it like it's a sports team, Superman is clearly better. Yeah, <laughs> it's obviously yeah. the more powerful. And but. I feel like uh, fiction in the fifties, so much of it was geared towards sci-fi, and they tried to make a lot of Batman comics do sci-fi stuff, and Batman just doesn't really work. The whole appeal is that he's human as fuck. Yeah, like he is. Yeah. And so they tried to have a lot of Batman stories in the 50s where he's fighting aliens, he's going to other planets, and it's just not that good. Well, it doesn't hold up. It sort of like brings out the flaw that he's like yeah. technologically amazing and a good fighter. Yeah, right. he whoop a lot of humans' ass. Like yeah. some guy that can fly. No. Yeah. What's he supposed to do? I mean, Superman fits into all that perfectly. So Superman like excelled in the 50s and that aesthetic, fighting aliens, going to other planets, going sure. back in time, anything like that. Superman, no problem. You can plug him right into any of that. The interesting thing about all this is, what, what's the guy think? Con- Kevin Conway. It's like all these reasons, like, wow, he's never heard of Batman. He's a Shakespearean actor. Literally looked him up, like, his only IMDb is Batman. <laughs> like, Pretty top much. seven things he's yeah. done is voicing Batman. So it's like, thank God he didn't pass on it because he never really heard of it because that's now his career. Yeah. Voicing Batman. He does, like, all the animated stuff where it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got to go back a ways to, to find anything he's done that's not Batman. I guess they don't list, like, plays and stuff, though, you know what I mean? Like, he probably was, like, a, a successful, you know, like, touring actor or something. Or he, like, finally read the script, he was like, this Shakespeare guy sucks, you know, <laughs> the, the utility belt? Yeah, he's, Batman's Why? way better, this is, holy shit. Yeah, he was, uh, wait, this doesn't make any sense. It says Kevin Conroy was, like, a regular on The Office. No, I looked it up, it's not the the Office we're thinking of, there was a failed... Oh. Uh, NBC oh, show oh. The Office like before that oh, wow. that yeah. makes sense it says 1995 okay yeah so I was gonna say how did I not I love The Office how did I not recognize <laughs> Kevin Conroy on there also how like unpopular was that that like two shows were called yeah. The Office not even, <laughs> yeah. no, no lawyers even no called to say yeah. like is this alright <laughs> I guess it must not have lasted very long I, I saw I read this list of uh like TV shows that got canceled after one episode. Oh wow! And how bad an episode do you have to? <laughs> well, they were all. Uh, one of them stood out because it was a a sitcom called uh, from 1990 called Heil Honey, I'm Home. Heil. Heil Honey. It was about Adolf Hitler oh, and yes. Ava Braun. I've heard of that. Dealing with their uh, uh, wacky Jewish neighbors. <laughs> Wow. Which sounds like some of the weirdest comp. Like, how did that get greenlit? It's, it's like an Adult Swim show now. You know what I mean? Like, it that sounds be... like something you'd be talking about with your friends, and it'd get like a laugh. Like talking about like, wouldn't it be funny if they if did they, this? Yeah, Maybe but if like, 
But I did if, not see that coming. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if somebody like actually put any effort into bringing this, you'd be like, dude, what are you, what are you doing? You, you put this money is, down? You've got yeah. a loan. I was yeah. drunk when I said yeah. that. <laughs> it's a funny idea, but it's not. You can't put this. What network was that? NBC. Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> that's like one. Of, that's a big one. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not one of the big three. Yeah. yeah. Was this before Hitler was bad? <laughs> <laughs> Back when he was just like a you know failing painter. Yeah, they were like, I like the guy's mustache. He could be. I mean, in 1990, people viewed Hitler very differently. Oh, 1990. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in 1992, everyone's like, oh, you know, I don't know about Hitler anymore. Yeah. I'm starting to have second thoughts. Like post the first Nirvana album. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt Cobain came forward and was against Hitler, and everyone started reevaluating. Uh, you know what? Uh, maybe, maybe the Holocaust was bad. Science, scientists are still doing research. You know, I'm waiting for the, you know, the, the numbers, the facts. Yeah. All right. there's people, there's bad people on many sides of the Holocaust. <laughs> Not counting the guy who wrote the yeah. Hail Honey, I'm Home. <laughs> what was it called? Was that what it was? Yeah, Hail Honey, I'm Home. Wow. <laughs> I thought I made a funny joke playing with the words. That was nope. the actual words. Hi, honey, wow. I'm home. I want to track that. that it's yeah. got to be online somewhere. Man, I feel like NBC would have went to great lengths to annihilate <laughs> the <laughs> fucking existence of that again, particular I watched, thing. I watched like six, six football games illegally today, yeah. so I don't know if they're that good. But, the, oh man, this one's bad. You know what I mean? Like the NBC logo is fucking printed <laughs> in the bottom left. They're like cutting to commercial and talking about their other beloved shows that <laughs> they still sell DVDs of. Oh my God. Hi, I'm honey. I think, they, I think the article said that they... Uh, Produced like six episodes, but they only ever aired one. So there could be six episodes floating out there somewhere. You know how long? It, like they had people had to mail letters back then to get mad at people. So like <laughs> they must have just like people were paying money to send express letters to yeah. NBC to prevent. Uh, the show from airing a week from then. Like, also, like, yeah, ten dollars. I'm that mad. <laughs> Post it. One producer just the whole time because it took one episode. Yeah. Like that means one producer all the time. <clears throat> just let it go. One. I'm, I'm telling you. Once people, people are gonna it, love it. <laughs> I want. I want to believe that it was just this producer was like on or like the, the head of NBC was like on vacation. And they came back and said, what the fuck did you guys do? What, who approved this? I guess this was before who? the Jews controlled the media. <laughs> <laughs> who thought this is it? Yeah, he's, Abby's, Abby's Jewish. Abby's Jewish. <laughs> uh, so so uh, the next episode was, uh, next thing was Field Test, produced by B-Train. <laughs> it's never there. Yeah, be like the the insect, B E E. Still funny. To <laughs> uh, an accident involving a new Wayncom satellite's gyroscopic electromagnetic guidance system gives Lucius Fox an idea to create a device with a set with the satellite's gyro, with an advanced sound sensor that will electromagnetically deflect small arms fire. Basically, what it is is uh, Bruce. Or, or Batman wears this uh, device in his chest, and if the device it activates when it hears a sound above a certain decibel level. So if there's a, a gunshot, it goes off and creates this electromagnetic field, like just pushing out any metal things away from him just automatically. Uh, Bruce takes the the device to and attends a charity golf tournament, being 
held by, and developed, uh, by, by land developer Ronald Marshall, whom he discusses the mysterious death of a community activist named Teresa Williams, who had opposed some of Marshall's plans. During the tournament, Wayne secretly takes Marshall's PDA device. Later that night as Batman, he hijacks a boat owned by Sal Moroni <clears throat> and drives it alongside a boat owned by the Russian mobs later, the Russian. And that's a very uncreative name. The head of the Russian mob just called the Russian. The Russian. Yeah. They yelled out a lot. And like, I didn't think it was It's the Russian. One. Get yeah, the Russian. Yeah. My roommate kept coming in like, what are you watching? <laughs> like, is this about Trump collusion? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he That's proceeds... what like Republicans think MSNBC is. Yeah. <laughs> get the Russian! Yeah. Get that Russian! <laughs> he proceeds to attack both gangs at once with assistance for his new device. Uh, he attempts to to force a truce between the two gang leaders until he can get evidence against them. And Sal Maroney and the Russian can argue then who gets the top bunk at Blackgate Penitentiary. That that felt weird to me that he's like allowing them to keep. He says to them, "You take the docks." You take this area of Gotham. Like, like he's not stopping them from. He's got them literally in his hands. He says, "Like bef- until I get something on you." Like apparently he doesn't have evidence. Like they're shooting at each other and at him. They're that's attempted murder. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess the problem would be there's no witnesses. Like, cause Batman can't be a witness, yeah. and all the mobsters are gonna be like, I didn't see anything. Yeah. I got this bullet wound from my mother. The pasta's made of bullets, right? And she's like, <laughs> you haven't seen many gangster movies, have <laughs> you? Yeah, my mother. She made, she, I'm on fire. Pasta. It's, uh, Jacob, I didn't see nothing. Jacob's allowed to say this because he is full blooded Italian. I am full blooded Italian. Yeah. Take, I, I don't reference any other podcasts <laughs> we're talking about where I'm from. You're on that hit podcast. I'm not Italian. At all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he also there's a weird line. I don't know. I guess maybe it's not that weird. But uh, Lucius Fox says something about how it will only handle small arms fire. Uh, right, no rifles. Yeah, if there's a rifle, you got to duck. It's not going to be strong enough to. And then no one ever tries to shoot him with a rifle. Yeah, that was a very Chekhov's gun denial type thing to yeah. say if you're not going to bring a rifle in later. Yeah. Like, I, and this is fiction. If, if it's if you're not going to bring a rifle in, why not just say it's strong enough to, to deflect rifles? Yeah, who gives a shit? Like, yeah. if, especially since they like retire the technology at the end of this short story. There's no yeah. reason for them to... It's also a weird technological like like hold up they have because you know we're so used to the batman like just everything is like amazing that he can do yeah and then they're just like not rifles yeah it's like a weird bit of like trying to make this more plausible yeah when i mean people already have bulletproof vests so this is basically a really good bulletproof vest is what it amounts to better than than a bulletproof vest because they can do close range yeah and also bulletproof vest is still like gonna knock you on your ass it's still it's not gonna kill you but it's gonna hurt like hell Sure. True. This yeah. is the one where they're fighting on the train, right? No, no, no. no. That's a that's the last one. This is definitely the one where I smoked a joint. <laughs> like, I have such vivid memories of the first two, vague memories of this, and then I start remembering the, after this one. Uh, somebody pointed out on IMDb and the, the trivia that. Uh, some some fucking nerd pointed out that this device is not possible. Oh no shit! God yeah. damn! Because I was devoting my life to creating one of these. Because technically, uh, bullets travel faster than the sound waves they create, 
And so by the time the the sound wave hit the device to activate it, the bullet would have already hit you. Here's what pisses me off. If they had just said it's a magic artifact, that dude would have been fine with it. <laughs> he would have been like, yeah, makes sense. Mm, magic. Mm, you, do to, you do have to say that. It's pretty sound logic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like, that was bad, but sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 oh, so, oh <laughs> fuck you. <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just felt, uh, going back to what I was saying, though, about how he's, like, dividing up Gotham between these two. It felt like right. such a weird compromise between... Uh, Batman is, is for someone who, who just refuses to compromise about anything Yeah. to to make this concession that I will allow you to keep being criminals mm-hmm. as long as you're only you're only committing crimes here and you're only committing crimes there. He could have been like, I'll come get you if you keep this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. He could have made a different threat, I guess. Yeah. Well, but it's also like the whole appeal of Batman, Vigilante, all the thing. It's like he's not necessarily a due process type of guy. Right. Like, right. it's a weird yeah. brick right now. It's like... No witnesses. Let's just uh, yeah. Let this drop this case. You could have fucking planted drugs on him and hung him from a light post. You know, <laughs> just like left him dangling for the cops with a little yeah. a little baggie of coke on him. And, like <laughs> we got him. <laughs> that's, we nailed that's him. A, real life Batman. There's no way he's not planting evidence constantly. Why not? You know? yeah. I, mean, I guess we presume that he does the do, and he's like they're definitely committing other crimes. I can't prove them. There's just yeah. a little, you know. Everyone's like, we'll just take your word for it. Yeah, the, yeah. The, you, you won't show up in court to be a witness. We hope he's but, not the Baltimore PD and yeah. just fucking wildly play the evidence and everything. Right. Or the LAPD or every other PD. Or, I could have just said the PD. Yeah. Just the police. Batman's also, this is more of general Batman thought. Like, Batman's definitely killed a guy like by accident. Like, oh, the whole thing is like, have killed this guy. Yeah. had bad heart. Or like, you know, had just like... People die know, in boxing matches. Yeah. F- it, fairly often. Like, yeah. it's they're... they're the, the idea that Batman doesn't kill anyone is just nonsense. He's constantly doing things. Like in, he blows uh, shit up yeah. in the first one of these. Yeah. He, like, throws the guy's jetpack into a skyscraper, and yeah. it blows it blows up, like, three floors of the thing. And at, everyone's like, well, thank at, God everyone's out of the office this weekend. Yeah. Like, at the end of uh, The Dark Knight, where he, like, pushes Harvey Dent off the building, and then he's like, I'll take responsibility for it. Blame the crime on me. That way... Uh, it, it, it'll be you're, I'll be the hero that they need it's like well you're not really being a hero by taking credit for the it's, yeah you you did kill him yeah. like you're not you're not hiding anything you're not taking something onto yourself you legit he was a bad guy but you did kill him yeah yeah no it doesn't count as like take, like don't worry I'll take credit for that crime that I did commit yes <laughs> oh, what a saint wow yeah <laughs> You gotta plan it on some innocent cop. Like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the the discussion between Batman and the the gangsters is disrupted when one of Maroni's men fires at Batman. The bullet deflects and instead hits one of the Russians' men. Distressed, Batman takes the injured man to the hospital, and then the the injured guy pulls a gun on the the paramedics. The, right. Yeah, I don't. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Criminal man, no authority. I don't care if they're saving your life. <laughs> I've, I've, I think he's a bad criminal. If he, <laughs> if he lets himself get healed, Batman didn't even charge him with any crimes. That's true. Yeah. He's innocent. He right was there. just like he was shot. Peace later. The guy he gets fixed up by the doctors and he goes back to do more crimes. Good employee. <laughs> he's showing up for work on Monday. Uh, later, he returns the device to Fox, stating it works too well. I'm willing to put my life on the line for what I do, but it has to be mine, no one else's. 
I kind of like that idea that it's uh, the deflections are the problem, right? That he's worried it's kind of like yeah, and yeah. having this device as like a one-time thing is kind of interesting and kind of fun. If he had it constantly, it'd be it kind of dumb. Like, yeah, yeah, it would just remove a lot of the. There's no danger to him anymore. You're giving him like Superman type powers, yeah. where it's like, well, he's invincible to this type of thing now, and yeah, it just ramps up to the this point type where of it's thing not cool books. anymore. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> they could keep on doing yeah. that. Where yeah. like we got a new cool technology, you can't be punched. Like you know what I mean? You can't like, be punched. Yeah. You know, then, like, then again, like. I like that they do that in concept, but the idea that, like, the reason it doesn't work is, like, the amazing technology that stops bullets is fine, but the deflection part, I'm pretty sure they could just make it, like, absorb yeah, bullets. Yeah, suck the bullet in, yeah, like, magnets or whatever. Deflection seems like an easier problem to solve than the original technology. Like, maybe have it be less, deflecting less powerfully, so it's not going to, like, penetrate somebody. Right. It's going to kind of right. bounce off. Drop the bullet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a Matrix type thing, really. Yeah, it seems like he's kind of giving up on it pretty easily. <laughs> A uh, little bit of uh, uh, fun casting here. Uh, Will Friedle, who, well, yeah, Will Friedle, who played uh, Terry McGinnis in uh, Batman Beyond, he played Anton in this. Okay, which one was Anton? Was he no idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Well, well, I Since guess they, they didn't name the mob boss, I would assume it was the dude that got shot? Was that? Probably. I mean, that's the only, that's the only other character that really yeah, matters, right? Actor I mean, as yeah. Um, yeah, I guess he's one of the Maybe. gangsters. Could be the one who got shot. Um, Could have been the guy that golfed with him, but that doesn't sound right. No. Terry McGinnis' his voice be, is much younger. It's got to be one of the, the gangsters. Uh, but Wilford Dell's in a couple of these. Um, that's the, the first time he's in there. Uh, third one. A fourth one? However many. Four. Fourth one. Uh, in Darkness Dwells, produced by Madhouse. Right. The police respond to a riot in a cathedral where Cardinal O'Fallon was giving a sermon. According to eyewitness testimony, the Cardinal was abducted by a large lizard-like monster and taken into the crypts below the cathedral. Lieutenant Gordon, Crispus Allen, and Anna Ramirez investigate. Gordon has a brief conversation with Batman who agrees Gordon's theory that the Scarecrow's fear toxin is behind the, the riot as the Doctor has been at large since the ride at the Narrows during the events of Batman Begins. So this is where it becomes not possible to be after Batman Begins, the Nolan one, right? Because doesn't he stop the Scarecrow at the end of that? He, the Scarecrow's, like, gone. He, oh, but he's not, he's... He doesn't get captured or killed. He, like, gets, he takes his mask off and the Scarecrow kind of gets his own gas in him. And then he, like, right. runs off on a horse, right? Like I think so. It's been a while since I've seen The Dark Knight, but I think he shows up at the beginning of The Dark Knight, doesn't he? I don't know. I don't remember. I think he does. Sure. Like in prison or something? I think Batman has to stop him at the very beginning for like a few minutes. Okay, shit, I don't remember. I it's been a while since. Well. His name yeah. is almost Crispin, isn't it? What's his name? The, that actor? Who oh, plays uh, the Scarecrow? Taron Gilliam? Yeah, Whatever it is. <laughs> it's a very like Irish name or something. It's like a... Yeah, I don't fucking remember. Um... So Batman gives uh, Gordon an earpiece to allow him to stay in contact. And, and there's a weird line where Batman uh, like almost threatens him. He's like, and don't think about trying to, to use this to track me because it's quantum encrypted and it will bounce off all these satellites. You'll never get through it. And then th this is, uh, it, it's, 
I think less uh, this movie thing, more of just like an anime thing. The way they do faces is weird. This was Gordon I really hated the the facial yeah, drawings. When Batman this. says that Gordon has this look of just such horror on his face at the idea of not being able to track Batman. Yeah. It's just like, Whoa! The guy who's Batman was like, he goes to his office in person. They yeah, like yeah. meet all the time and they have their whole relationship is solely based on trust. In fact, yeah. in this one that he says, like our whole relationship is based on trust. And then yeah. it's like, and then he gives him a walkie talkie and yeah. he's like, don't, don't get cocky, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> What's Gordon gonna do? He clearly likes Batman. Yeah. Like, yeah. why is he gonna track him down right now in the midst of this crisis? If Gordon wanted to, to arrest Batman, he could have done it. Right. Knowing or was attempted to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He could have turned on him, but yeah. it doesn't make sense. Where he'd be like, a, a cardinal was taken. I'm, I'm turning on you, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> and that's also like another negation of the Chekhov's gun thing. Where like he never tries to track him. No, he doesn't at all. It's just like a Batman be- being. Does he even use the earpiece again? The, the... He does call in backup at some point. Like, I think around when he finds Killer Croc, he, like, talks to okay, maybe Gordon about, bit. like, I, I think I've been, like, there's this methane gas here. I think I've been dosed or whatever. And like, Oh, yeah. It, it just felt like there was, I guess nerds would have been on, like, why doesn't he use it to find out who who uh, Batman really is? and. It just felt like he, he wouldn't do that, so why even have that line if he's not going to try? Right. I feel like uh, superior nerds would respond to those first nerds with like, well, you, clearly you don't understand their relationship. Yeah. All right, have you been paying attention to the character development here, you fucking tech geek asshole? <laughs> and then that's the whole thread. Um, really... If you had rent Batman officer down, you would remember that in that scene in the courtyard, Batman op- off, takes off his mask in front of Gordon, and Gordon looks away. He refuses to learn who Batman is. Why can't Batman just call him from like a payphone? <laughs> <laughs> or just like a burner cell phone. Like yeah. it's like this man has unlimited again, he can like jump off of buildings, yeah. but he needs like a special earpiece because he's worried about being tracked, like calling because Gordon has a cell. Correct? Yeah. We're in yeah. cell phone days. We got cell phone so Gordon days, has yeah. a cell, so you just say, Gordon, leave your phone number on. I got it. I'll write it on my wrist. Like, so I, don't <laughs> I have a bad like, memory, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> exactly. Like, Batman just calls him. I have a bat me. memory. <laughs> Bats have good memories. I would just, I'll finish this podcast. I'm not doing another one, Danny. <laughs> that, was, that was too much. So fucking, I'm leaving. All right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, they they uh, give him the home. They give him the earpiece, and then Batman just kind of jumps into the hole in the ground, uh, trying to find Cardinal Fallon. And they gave him like it, it was like the the shadow Batman yes. in the first one, where like yes. he he became like a string. He like yeah. and just like like it shot instant. down as in not human form. Right. It was it Which looked magical. Not what it was is not magical. This it should no, not it, look for like the that. rest of it. It's he's not like that at all. Yeah, it's strange. Uh, a homeless man living in an abandoned subway station identifies the abductor as Killer Croc. Batman and Gordon briefly discuss the villain's past. Oh, I guess they do talk there. Uh, but are cut off when Killer Croc himself shows up under the influence of the fear toxin and abducts uh, and, and attacks Batman. Yeah. Uh, Killer Croc is usually very level-headed, but... Right. right now he's <laughs> on fear drugs. Talks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that seems like kind of putting the hat Some on the Some Reagan-era shit. <laughs> Like the only reason this crocodile man is dangerous is because of weed. <laughs> <laughs> Killer Croc, more than maybe any other Batman villain, just 
varies wildly in his appearance and his power level and his just everything. His appearance was strange. The whole animation style is weird, but he looked a lot like a. a he was pear shaped. Yeah. He had bigger hips than shoulders. It was weird. He looked a lot like a uh, like a Mike Magno- Magnola Magnola uh, like a Hellboy villain. He was okay. very much like a if you know that art style at all. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like very much like that. And they go to kind of the less powerful killer croc here, which is the guy with the skin disease. And the filed teeth. And filed teeth. That was his two. He's like pretty strong, but not superhuman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then when when Batman hits him, I don't know if you notice, he like, like plies away. Like it's a very strange, (laughs) like he like, like almost like it's a play, like how like somebody gets hurt and then they have to get off stage. Yeah, yeah. He just flies off the screen. Yeah. (laughs) His mouth explodes. He, Batman shoved something in his mouth. I wasn't sure what that was. There's like, there's like methane in the air or something. So I it was like a small like igniter or something. Mm. And it like, like fire shoots out his mouth. I get it was like yeah. it was something with the methane in the air earlier he like lights a thing like sparks and it catches fire a little bit because of the methane it was something to do with that but then he he breathes fire and pirouettes off screen and Batman's like he's down I'm like he didn't even fall <laughs> why is he leaving he danced away he's clearly fine <laughs> what are you talking about like video games style like when the boss just gets yeah, under the just, health where he has to retreat but it doesn't physically work like the yeah. staging there's another uh, decision in a moment that just felt so video game, uh, video gamey. Where um, so he fights Killer Croc, and then oh, in the process, uh, Killer Croc bites him, and some of the fear toxin that's in, I guess it's in his veins now. Batman starts. Yeah, uh, yeah. Batman starts tripping, and uh, he he goes and he finds Cardinal O'Fallon being put on trial and sentenced to death by the Scarecrow, who's not happy that O'Fallon was trying to help the homeless because I guess Scarecrow was building like a weird homeless army of I guess tripped out fucking homeless people I don't I couldn't I wasn't yeah, sure was what was going strange. on there. I love the way Scarecrow looked in this though yeah. that was a great design yeah, yeah. he's I got really um, almost like these it's like a cape but he's got these almost epaulets type like 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 sticks kind of sticking out from his shoulders with uh, like, like scarecrow hands coming from him, and uh, he's got uh, instead of like a, a mask that really covers all his face, it's kind of three quarters of his face. Yeah, is covered, just kind of hanging down over his face. Uh, it worked for me. It looked really good. Um, and all the homeless guys are tripping out, and they have like sighs yeah. that they're. Uh, so did Croc? So Croc tried to save them to get them out of there. Save who? The homeless, uh, folks? homeless people? Yeah. I don't think so. I, I don't think that he was bothering homeless people. So what was Scarecrow like, mad at? Oh, he, he was, was mad, mad at the the, the, cardinal. the preacher. Oh, right, right, okay. I think Croc was working for Scarecrow. Right, okay. Right. Um, so he, Cardinal O'Fallon's being put on trial, and Batman leaps in to defend the Cardinal while he's still tripping. He, he grabs the, uh, the Which, cardinal. That's not what I would do with my day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would like go to the park, maybe like play with my dog. Like, oh, how fun is this? Uh, he leaps in to defend the cardinal. He grabs him, and then he uh, just grapples up to the, the ceiling, and he just sees like a bunch of methane because there, there's methane around, and he decides to spark an explosion. That felt so video gamey to me because he just doesn't really have a definite plan. He's just kind of like, oh yeah, they're. I mean, I, that thing can explode, and I've got, like, the, 
the item to make explosions. Yeah, so. it's like a Zelda temple. Exactly. Where he, like found exactly. the he found fire arrows earlier. Yeah. He was like, I I assume I'm supposed to use this now. Yeah. It's clearly. Yeah. I don't really know what it's gonna do, but yeah. it, it seems like I can do something, so I should give it a try. Right. My auto target points to that thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna fire at it. Yeah. And so it just caused this huge explosion. They could have easily killed everyone. It just oh totally. It just Batman didn't luck. even yeah. like there wasn't even like one of those screens where it shows him doing math in his yeah. mind. You know he was yeah. just like, hopefully this is fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he fires a rocket at the ceiling. Yeah, and it's like the most vulnerable group of people, like mind-controlled <laughs> homeless people. <laughs> a bunch of fuck. They got. They got roofied. Yeah. And they're homeless people who are people roofied. Are down on their luck and, in a yeah. fucking sewer. <laughs> Whatever. They already lived in a sewer and then a supervillain attacked them. And yeah. he's like, I'm going to cave their one and only roof in. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing they had going for them yeah. was that they had the a cover, roof. Yeah. <laughs> was their one thing. <laughs> and he took that away. Batman was like, this is my libertarian <laughs> <laughs> This rocket cost $1 million, easily enough to house every homeless person down here for a whole year. Yeah. I'm going to destroy their Maybe roof. should have laced those bootstraps up and gotten a job. <laughs> uh, so he, he blows up the roof, uh, causes an explosion that destroys several water pipes, flooding the area and allowing him to escape with the Cardinal. While Scarecrow escapes, Gordon appears in a helicopter to retrieve the Cardinal, and Gordon offers to help Batman, but Batman refuses, saying, maybe next time. And he just jumps out of this sewer pipe into the, like this big dam area and just kind of glides glides away. Um, he gets to the bottom, he's like, fuck, this is not what I'm yeah. <laughs> where I thought it was. Yeah. Why don't I ever just accept help from my friends? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm human. I've, we've we trust each other. Ever since I was a kid, this was a big problem. Why am I such a dick? <laughs> walking home all wet. No 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 wet man. It's um, one of the porn <laughs> Certainly, <laughs> that would have been better than a lot of the names we've seen. Wilfredo also is in here as one of the cultists. I guess he's in a lot of these. Um, also, is this one of the ones where I forget where it transitioned? It might have been the last one or this one where, like, the Bruce Wayne character just starts getting like more and more like classic Japanese anime look. Like, he's just still playing the same Bruce Wayne, but has the most like Japanese eyeglasses model. The hair. the last one where it was the Russian versus Italian boat yes. thing. He was ex- it was extremely classic anime right. yeah. looking. But character. even I felt like there was a this one this you one... never see Bruce. Oh, okay, so and he be... has a weird shaped face with like very strong like not like dimple lines. It was weird. So I. I don't know what that face looks like exactly, but... Next one is Working Through Pain, also by Studio 4 Degrees Celsius. This one, the first one. also very anime. Yeah, yes. yeah. and I think Studio 4 Degrees Celsius is Japanese, actually. Uh, oh, this is them, too. Weren't they the first one yes. or something? Yeah, and it's yeah. great because this looks nothing like that. Right, this is a but... different Bruce Wayne, and, like, yeah, it's a different... Like... So this one, there's a little bit of continuity. It kind of picks up with the, the last one. Uh, leaves off. He's he's back in the. Not even where it leaves off exactly. Cause it's it says here that it's continuing, but it, it's as if the ending of it didn't happen. He's still kind of in the sewers. So maybe he flew away, refusing Gordon's help. And he's like, oh fuck, I guess I don't know how to get oh, back. Yeah. Shit, sorry, this one I got confused. I was thinking this was the one after that. Do we see Bruce in this one? We see flashbacks, we, right? We see him in flashbacks. Flash. Okay, right, right, right. I was thinking of the 
the when he goes to like India. Yeah, was the one. Okay, where the this is where he goes to India. Oh, I thought this was. Oh, is that a flashback? Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Never mind. Uh, so he, he's back in the the sewers. He's been shot in the stomach by a man hallucinating in the sewers of Gotham. Yeah, he's squirting the blood like very like a like a clogged sriracha bottle. Yeah, like, <laughs> just, uh, squirts out on the yeah. floor like not dripping at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> he cauterizes the wound and attempts to get out from the underground, reflecting on his experiences. He with cauterizes him. it with like a a fucking a to- something you buy at Hot Topic, just like a press light. <laughs> He's just like, junk. And then, <laughs> I don't, yeah. What the fuck was that thing? It's his own branding tool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he cauterizes the wound, reflecting on his experiences with managing pain. As he does so uh, before the events in Batman begins, there's a line in one of them, I, I forget. Two of them. Uh, two? Earlier, I wrote down like one of the things, it's like, it's like the, this might be the first one, it's like one of the corniest lines of all of it, where it's just like, some, somebody tells him he's in pain, which is already a weird sentence. He's You're like, in pain, I work through sir. The pain. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's just like, yeah, that's like something you just actually do. You don't have to say yeah, that yeah. you work through pain. Uh, so he remembers volunteering with a relief effort and assisting a doctor in performing surgery. That without was fucking anesthesia. weird. That was very weird. He's not a doctor, right? Ever. And, and the doctor, first of all, does like he takes out a bullet. From this guy without any kind of anesthesia, and the guy's like tied down and screaming. Screaming. And then the doctor just walks away. He's like, so up, Bruce. Yeah, it's like, what? You that's, do it, yeah. doctor. That's not something just anyone can do. My job's to keep your horrified patients from punching you while you <laughs> fucking perform <laughs> surgery, you asshole. Do you think, actually, as I'm thinking about it, it I, I mean, sewing, sewing somebody up after surgery has got to be pretty similar to just sewing fabric, right? Is Bruce Wayne like a well-known seamstress? <laughs> <laughs> he, he made his own costume, right? I mean, true. I mean, but I mean, anybody I, could do, could sew on like a button or something. You could just sew, do like a little basic. It's the conclusion we're coming to that all of us now feel like we're qualified. I to do surgery. Yeah. So, so we'll face it. Like, People I, are basically... do it, but I feel like there, if there was an emergency situation, how hard could it be to stitch somebody... Like, I if mean, they weren't thrashing around, I feel like I could. Who has an open wound right now? <laughs> I, I do a guy who did, uh, who gave himself some stitches one time. He did it on himself. Oh, my God. Where? Why? He Prison. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he, like, cut his hand open with a knife or something, or, like, his arm, and uh, he didn't have help. I guess that part. So he did yeah. it, like, one... Handed too. I mean, if you get it on your leg, you can at least use two hands. Like, I, I guess he had to do two hands, but he just didn't have health insurance, so he just did it himself. Shit. And he, he was like, "Yeah, I mean, what am I going to do? I don't have health insurance. It's not that hard. It's just some stitches." At least get someone else to do it for you. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That's the. I think. I feel like the weirder part would be knowing when to remove them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you don't get the like hospital like dissolving stitches they got now, right. you got to remove. Yeah. Those things. So, who's like, the, who's the like, like non-qualified pharmacist who sold you that? Like, <laughs> you walk in there like bleeding cloth. Like, <laughs> hey, you guys have any like string you could use as stitches? Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna. But if somebody wanted to, <laughs> you're wearing like a black long sleeve shirt with a clearly <laughs> big ass stain on one arm. It's like, I'm sorry, I spilled a bunch of ketchup on the yeah. inside of my shirt. Either that, or do you have the LED light that can cauterize it in the <laughs> sewer? Supposedly, uh, I, I heard somewhere that um, bodyguards and stuff they they, they carry around uh, tampons, 
a lot of the times. They're really good, like, plug-in wounds. Oh. So they're designed to, like, soak up blood and just yeah. kind of swell to... Just dry it out and fill it up with... It's like putting gauze in... The, no, they're using, like, new tampons every time. They're not gonna... What? What do you mean? No, I mean, like, dry the wound out. Like, suck oh, the yeah. blood <laughs> up and, like... Yeah. No, no. Yeah, you're just saying one tampon, then you wash it out. No! What? And then throw it in a fucking dryer? <laughs> tumble, tumble low. Yeah. <laughs> like, honey, I'm cleaning my tampon. No. It's like, I got shot. I'm quitting this podcast twice. What? It's like, I got shot. The guy solved the wound problem, but now I have a yeast infection. I said, I have AIDS. Yeah. God damn it. I would have taken the gunshot. It, it was a flesh wound. Jacob the bodyguard is like, look, I can't afford two tampons. <laughs> Where did you buy one tampon? Where did you even go? <laughs> Sorry, we only got ventilated tampons right now. It'll do. It's a, it's a fresh feeling. A nice fresh burn. Yo, let me get a let me get shorts on that tampon. Yeah. We just get a little hit off that damn bar. So we get the jailhouse. I just went the end. I got too much saliva, you see? I gotta suck up some of the saliva. Oh my god. Uh, so he, he attempts to uh, uh, to do surgery without anesthesia. Then he remembers uh, learning this. That that just one moment of just doing surgery with anesthesia didn't really have anything to do with the rest of. I was deal other people dealing with pain. I guess was like I guess that's maybe what the it was. inspiration for him doing the rest of the stuff would be like I need to learn to deal with this kind of pain. But like, it just felt like it was ninety percent of the flashback was this one thing, and there was like a moment of like a different flashback. Right. That it just didn't really seem to add. If they'd had like a series of like different people dealing with different pain in different ways that made that could have worked i felt like that just stood out so much yeah i agree it did yeah it did feel a little bit out of place and yeah it was kind of cool it was just it was fun to see something so brutal in like a batman thing Mm -hmm. there was a lot more blood and violence in this than like basically any batman thing i've watched yeah this is the uh uh widely Credit as being the first PG-13 Batman animated movie. But, again, technically not true. Because Batman Beyond Return of the Joker was originally released as PG. Uh, as PG, Then it was re-released, an unedited version that was PG-13. But, uh, so it was PG-13. And when it was... I mean, people die in this movie. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of mobsters that shoot each other. Like, the guns there's look modern. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of blood. They, they do just take a dude's head off. Like, it's, yeah, and they, they revisit it, and they're like, well, it didn't really happen. But they show a dude's head getting swiped yeah. off by a giant bat. <laughs> you can't just, like, show... It's visually a, yeah. shown. You like, can't, like, show a dick in a movie. And be like, like oh, it's a flashback. Just joking, man. Just true. joking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't really a dick, I just showed <laughs> exactly. No, that hardcore porn scene was yeah. just an imagination of the main character, so it doesn't count. And I wasn't jerking off, man. You fucking, you're remembering it wrong. Uh, so he he remembers flashing back to uh, going to India and learning to be a fakir. Faker? Fakir? Fakir? Over several months, um, he... He, he meets a woman named Cassandra, who is cast out of the community for disguising herself as a boy, trying to learn a, 
to become a fakir. And over several months, she teaches him to minimize his pain to the point where he can control it, sleeping on a bed of needles or standing on hot coals without reacting. One night, several young men attempt to harass Cassandra, who takes their blows without seeming to feel them. Here's a question that I have. Is it expensive to just keep your coals hot all the time? <laughs> you got to keep spending a lot of money on these hot coals. Like It seems like for these people who are very against money as a whole thing, you could, it, it just seems, simply. yeah, I mean, where are you getting these coals? The coals, <laughs> the coals burn out. They don't keep going. keep buying matches. So. They're, the, they're the Donald Trump of uh, <laughs> <laughs> coal jobs here. <laughs> America's coal industry is based on, based on like that. Indian gurus. <laughs> it's just we need hot stuff to walk yeah. on, man. We, use a hot plate. <laughs> Plug it in, dude. It's 2017. We need these over here, stat. We got seven training montages this week. <laughs> I don't know how these superheroes are supposed to get better if they don't have coals. Uh, Bruce steps in to defend her, not only demonstrating his ability to withstand their attacks but defeating them with his martial arts skills. They're just like breaking boards over his head and yeah. just punching him. He just doesn't react. This is yeah. like the first time I've ever seen Bruce Wayne kick ass as Bruce Wayne. Uh, I'm true. sure it happens sometimes, but it, it's not yeah, that not common often. where he's just like fully, you know, again, anime-faced, yeah. anime hair, eyeglass model, Bruce yeah. Wayne with like, the frosted he, tips. He does like a jump 10 foot in the air backflip yeah. out of a circle of dudes. Oh, yeah. So now they're on the out, he's on the and outside they all, and they, they're, all they're like, like, whoa. Right before they, they uh, he started kicking ass, they all like pulled out knives. And I was yeah. expecting him, up until this point, he just hasn't reacted to all the pain. I was like, he's just going to get stabbed? <laughs> <laughs> just be fine with that? Well, also, they all pulled out wooden boards first. <laughs> because, you know, when you carry around a knife and you're going to fight a clearly strong guy, start with the two-by-fours you have in your back pocket and move up. It was very, I don't know where the boards came from. It seems like it's a hassle to carry around, right? Yeah. They didn't have backpacks. <laughs> just walking around, dragging them in the sand, like, those boards are heavy, fuck. Uh, They'll come in handy, all right? We're fighting invincible <laughs> yeah. people today. Cassandra tells him to leave, saying he's learned what he came here to learn. She then comments on how Bruce's pain was beyond her, or possibly even his ability to handle, but also uh, but how it appeared to be leading him down a path he desired. Back in the present... Batman ends up in a gutter where he discovers a cache of guns buried in the garbage. Alfred arrives to assist him and tells Batman to give him his hand so he can pull him out of the gutter. But Batman, armed full of guns, replies that he cannot. I, I really like that, that moment where he's just staying there with all these, he won't drop the guns. And Alfred's like, give me your hand. He's like, I can't. I don't have a bat bag. <laughs> It'd be so easy to get out of here with these guns if only I had a satchel. Why are there all these guns there? This one looks really cool and I want to keep it. I mean, I guess it was like for some criminal operation. I guess yes. it's like a location to go get a gun for some shit. But I don't. Yeah, they didn't really. They didn't like clear it up much. It was just some vague. If you look at it really logically, it doesn't really add up but the, the metaphor I, I liked a lot right of him the, holding on to the yeah like and it's pat he and won't allow people to help him he's so holding on to all this pain and this self-destructive behavior I thought that that really worked for me yeah that was good uh, Wilfred L is also in this as youth number one. Oh yeah I saw I, I knew youth number one was him <laughs> I'm certain uh, the role he was born to play yeah <laughs> 
you're born and like your parents check your like fortune. You know what I mean? Based, it's based on a sign and all this. He'll play youth number one in 2009. <laughs> 2008. <laughs> it was 2008, I guess. <laughs> Alright, this is the final one. Deadshot. Also produced by Madhouse, just like uh, in Darkness Dwells. Which one was in Darkest Well? I didn't write down the name. That I was the I, Scarecrow one. I wrote Scarecrow. down the name of this oh, one. Oh, wow. I really like I liked the animation a lot better in this one than in the Scarecrow one. It was pretty good. Um, this I felt like this was one of the weaker ones. I just didn't like Deadshot that much. And there was some, some lines in here that felt felt weird. Um, but we'll, I'll, I'll talk about that as we go through it. What are you saying? I, now I'm realizing I think in the, I named one section in the notes, the spare notes that I took was just called Normal Hair Gun Collection Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the one we just passed. No, this is this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, because he yeah, goes from he like, still anime has the guns. to more anime hair it's, yeah. to like straight up old school, like classic Italian slick back. Yeah, yeah. Like, He's in, they draw him in anime style, but like like um ex- an extremely american version you know what i mean yeah, it's like exactly. how a japanese person would draw this person is clearly american yeah. he's got like this weird like extremely defined jaw but it like goes in and it's got these cheap big ass cheekbones he's like, always wearing american flag as a cape right yeah 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 he's hooting and hollering about making america great again he's yeah. eating a double down yeah <laughs> while he's doing one he's only doing one arm push-ups because the other hand has a big mac in it so he's, he's an arm he's always saying arm. things like, hey buddy where can i use my credit card <laughs> Oh. He like instead of a Batmobile, it's a rascal. <laughs> I'm gonna take my rascal to the rodeo, <laughs> buddy. Buddy, as he when he's beating up a criminal, he's like, "I'm gonna treat you like my taxes and knock them down." <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I was in in Vietnam, uh, I, I just saw the, this article about like uh, like this clickbaity thing about like uh, weird like mistranslated shirts. Oh, and like Asia, and uh, while I was in Vietnam, I, I saw someone wearing a shirt that says uh, "Huffing glue keeps families together." And then That's in not this misprints at all, <laughs> but in those this, families can't go anywhere. They're all gonna be together for a long time. In this clickbait article, they showed like I almost wondered if I'd misremembered this or something. I saw the clickbait article where there's a shirt that said "Huffing glue can't keep families together." So wait, are there Is both that, shirts? I think there's both shirts. <laughs> Alright, we're not sure which side of so, this issue we fall on. Now, so print both. The, the sentence, huffing glue can't keep families together, implies that there's a movement that says, <laughs> well, keep shirts. your family together by huffing glue. <laughs> there's they're, they're rallying against something. It can't do this. <laughs> there's shirts that say that it can. And that. some people are trying to argue it cannot. There were those fringe political parties, the <laughs> yes. Huffing Glue, keep families together one, and then it responds, the Huffing Glue can't. Same acronyms also. Yeah. <laughs> There's, you, you're very passionate about this subject, and you see someone wearing just the acronym on their yeah. shirt down the street, and you're like, am I mad or happy yeah. right now? <laughs> I, I used to wear a shirt in college that... Uh, I just like took like an old like button down shirt and I wrote "Huffing Glue Keeps Families Together" across that. Nice. And I refused to ever wear, wash this shirt. <laughs> it just got grosser and grosser <laughs> as the years went on. But you were you were part of the cancer can party. I was part of the uh, "Huffing Glue Does Keep Families okay. Together" party. Okay. I think that's a horse I bet on. 
Yeah. Are you? What do you said? Do you guys fall on in, in, about helping? I mean, as Jacob said, there's nothing that keeps a family together more than uh, deadly addiction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you eliminate upward mobility, you're all going to be hanging out together. Yeah. For a long, you can't afford to get your own apartment <laughs> if you're it's all cheaper. unemployable. As, as my grandfather always said, it's cheaper to split glue <laughs> than it is to buy your own glue. <laughs> I don't know where I would be today if my dad and I hadn't huffed glue together in high school. <laughs> there it is. Huffing glue won't keep families together. Yep, there it is. Yes. I, 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 I'm, it's not going to be like a phonetic difference with, with these mistranslations, you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's, I'm sure this is way off what they thought it was going to say. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you see those translations from anything to America or to American to English or whatever like that, like they're not, they don't sound like what they were, the other person was trying to say. Mm-hmm. So I can't even imagine what the idea was. The they definitely I, weren't trying to say anything about Huff and Glue. I'm sure yeah. they were not. It wasn't the keeps families together part that's the problem. I'm certain <laughs> the Huff and Glue part is where they really fucked up. I have no idea uh, what they could be. Maybe it's sponsored by the glue companies. That's oh. mm, big glue. Yeah. Mm. Big glue. <laughs> the big glue lobby. Yeah, and, their, and their opponents, dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> or live horse. Live horse would be the opposite. Of the glue lobby, it. you're right. Yeah. 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 It's... Peta. The horses. <laughs> the horses are like the 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 Chick Fil A cows saying like eat more chicken. Like the yeah. horses are like use more tape. Yeah, yeah. Eat more paint. Yeah. Paint chips or right. how to keep your family together. I think, <laughs> I, think, I think I've improved the slogan. It yeah. should be huffing glue makes families stick together. Oh, oh, there you go. That's, there we go. That's are. their biggest flaw. Call that Vietnamese woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Bruce Wayne has a flashback to the murder of his parents. In the penthouse, he examines the firearms he took from the underground tunnel's gutter during the events of working through the pain, which he intends to turn over to the police. Wayne admits to Alfred that even though he vowed never to use them in memory of his parents, he can still understand the temptation of using a gun. This is where the dialogue got really weird to me, because Batman sounded like he had like a raging heart on when he talked yeah. about using guns. Yeah, he loved it. He's like, Oh, the weight, yeah. the feel of a gun in your hand, the smooth, slick barrel. <laughs> he's too into guns. Hey, he's been like a chastity, chast, chastity him himself yeah. from guns for you so, know, 20 so years so now. Yeah. And having wet gun dreams. <laughs> he's like one of those uh, like like Christian ministers who's like clearly gay. And it's just like so anti-gay, right? That you're like, why do you care that much? Though? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you shouldn't I would have never this much of a in my whole life would I touch the beautiful supple bum <laughs> of a nice, <laughs> young twelve-year-old. It's so disgusting. Plump it is. <laughs> I mean, with with Batman, at least his parents were killed by a gun. You know what I mean? They were like, fucked by like you can kind of understand. Yeah, yeah, I would understand a Christian minister who is extremely anti-gay if his parents were fucked to death by a gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be I, I, like, well, I mean, I, all right, I guess one personally ruined your life. <laughs> I've got a friend who's uh, who's very Christian, and he he was telling me one time about how uh, he's, he became very anti-gay, and he was telling me about how we all just need to fight against those urges that we all feel. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, oh. Like, dude, I don't, I don't feel those. Are you feeling these urges? Oh. I, I maybe, feel bad for this guy. Yeah, oh God. May, 
maybe you're gay. Have you thought about it? It's like, I, I don't know, maybe, but we got to fight those urges. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, it was weird that he wasn't, it was kind of okay with the idea he might be gay. He just, like, yeah, but I'll He's fight like, it. But you fight it. Right. Yeah. It's the classic, he who smelled it dealt it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't work for farts. Do you smell a cop? It doesn't probably. work for <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's failed with, co- with farts, but great yeah. with penises. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> uh, so he, meanwhile, in another city, the assassin known as Deadshot carries out an assassination on Mayor Manning with a spectacularly difficult shot from a moving Ferris wheel, literally miles away, and he returns to his tropical base. There, one of his associates hires him to carry out a hit in Gotham. It's revealed that the Russian has put out a hit on Lieutenant Gordon, and Batman is called in to protect him. Batman gives Christmas Allen Ronald Marshall's handheld PA device, which he's, he stole as Bruce Wayne in Field Test when he, uh, he was going golfing with that guy, uh, containing a link to the encrypted emails proving that Ronald Marshall hired Deadshot in the past. He then follows Gordon's motorcade with Alfred providing satellite imagery assistance using the new WayneCom satellites. Deadshot attempts to shoot Gordon from a moving train, that Batman deflects the bullet. Deadshot then... Which was crazy. Yeah, no, he yeah. punched the bullet. He, he punched didn't deflect, the bullet he straight up out of the air. The bullet. <laughs> Which is... Are we just going to accept that Batman <laughs> is that superhuman? <laughs> he, that's Superman stuff. To like be able to even see a bullet. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, he like that's, punched it down. That's yeah. why he was okay with not wearing that vest thing. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. just punched the bullet's way. Like, like, I kept God. telling you, Alfred, that I can punch bullets. I don't know why you kept <laughs> ignoring me and making this weird thing. The <laughs> only thing stopping me from punching bullets was you not believing in me, Alfred. <laughs> I, I also really wanted to see from earlier, I was like loving the idea of the backstory of Deadshot going to a Ferris wheel alone, like going, up, <laughs> going up to like acne-covered preteen, just right. like, well, I'll take a seat for one, and like, he has like his face covered and her top you're gonna have, and a cape. What you're going to have to pay for a seat for your wife, yeah. sir. <laughs> I'll take uh, one adult and one gun, please. <laughs> you know, a long, hard gun, a rifle. Would you like any popcorn, sir? <laughs> Yes, a, a medium, please. Yeah. He's like, I really want to get this shot set up, but this couple making out across from me is really getting it in. No, he like slips the, the tea at like a 20. He's like, make sure that the Ferris wheel stops for a little bit so I can make my move. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've cleaned and oiled the barrel. He starts like like doing like this notebook thing with his gun where the gun's like still in the, the, the carriage. He like climbs off. He's like threatening to jump down if the gun won't go on a date. Does someone him. in the notebook trying to kill themselves? Yeah, if they it's don't go not on a as date? romantic as people think it is. I've it's never really seen this movie. It's that... horrible. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's Ryan Gosling. Yeah. <laughs> if not... an ugly man did that thing, it would be horrifying. Yeah. It's true for all romantic comedies. Yeah. It would be <laughs> Oh, he followed her home. Oh, yeah. that's not romantic. Yeah. I, I read about the recent, like, in the last couple days, there's some dude on some, like, college green who's like, I won't stop playing my piano for you until yeah. my ex-girlfriend takes me back. Someone's like, they've, like they've been dating for six weeks. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, four months. For, uh, whatever, not yeah. long enough. Like, and also, there's no partner, long yeah. enough. That's a yeah. crazy fucking thing to do. It's weird. How long can you possibly keep playing the piano? I t- th- uh, this man is clearly mentally ill. Longer than you'd think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like... He works through the pain. 
knowing nothing else about him, I'm already on his ex-girlfriend's side. Oh, 100%. (laughs) I think she made the right call. Totally. Yeah, he probably kept doing shit like that, you know? (laughs) He's like, until you accept that we should watch action movies on Thursdays, I won't stop playing my piano. (laughs) (laughs) You know three songs, Randy, would you... Fucking cut it out! I won't stop taking playing the piano until you take the garbage out. <laughs> <laughs> and the punchline who was just playing one version of Stairway to Heaven the whole time. Maybe this is the guy who just really likes playing the piano. Yeah. Maybe he should do that instead of being a fucking creep. <laughs> Spend more time play the piano by himself without threatening people. <laughs> that would be like if I just said, I won't stop making ba- watching Batman movies and making dick jokes until my ex-girlfriend comes back. <laughs> I know you probably would have done that either way. <laughs> this isn't really a threat. And then a few weeks later, Danny Rathbun dies of dehydration <laughs> after watching exclusively Batman movies and exclusively making dick jokes. <laughs> But he did open the eyes to how many goddamn Batman movies there oh, were. <laughs> I found one today that I didn't know about, so we had to add it to the you list. Did? Is it yep. in the future or the it's past? It's in the future. We got, it's, okay. the future. it's another one from 2008. All right, cool. <laughs> but I realized there was one on the list we had twice, so we're going to end in the same place. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Until we, people keep making shit and we keep... <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. We're going through them so much faster than they're they're making. I the last sure. one we have on the list is supposed to be uh, the Batman, but I don't know if it's going to be finished by the time we we make it there. When's it supposed to come out? No one knows. Oh, all right. <laughs> it was going to be twenty eighteen. It keeps getting pushed back. So, mm. is it the next um, Ben Affleck one? It's no longer Ben Affleck. Oh, he's, he quit. He's dropped out. Oh. oh, yeah. I did not. No, I didn't hear that. No. Yeah. He was going to direct it, like, produce it, write it, it, it right? yeah. and star in it, and he kept dropping out by like, like one thing after another. He dropped out. Right. He's no longer involved at all. Uh, ben Affleck doesn't like being in movies if he's not directing. I feel like he's... <laughs> I mean, he, he like doesn't have that. a good track record in movies he's not directing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's, but yeah. I'm always like, all the movies that he does direct, I'm like, this is a good movie. I really wish someone starred in it that wasn't Ben Affleck. Like, <laughs> a great movie. Like, uh, so back in uh, Gotham Night... We we gotta wrap this up. Um, Batman deflects the bullet. Deadshot then gleefully reveals that Batman was his real target the entire time, and the threat against Gordon was merely a ruse to draw him out. He opens fire as the train enters a tunnel, and Batman attempts to charge Deadshot, and he is injured, falling off the train. Which I mean, bad plan. Yeah, bad plan, the, the Batman. Line, yeah. They had the greatest line, which was just like, "He's either the biggest." Wait, what is it? I wrote down. The bravest the, man I've yeah, ever fought, or, or the, the biggest fool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, hmm, might be the latter. Yeah. I mean, it might I mean, be the first one. Because he's supposed to be a bad. genius, though. He's supposed <laughs> to be this, like, tactical mastermind. It's like, maybe just let him be on that train now. I mean, it worked, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but he literally, he pulled, like, a Civil War-era tactic, which is just <laughs> charge a hail of bullets <laughs> And hope that you can get close enough to stab them with your fucking gun knife. But what if, are you? If, if you think something is really dumb and a guy who's supposed to be genius says it's, it's smart, then he does it and it works. Who's the dumb one here? The one who ran at bullets. <laughs> then it that worked. one it worked. is the dumb guy. <laughs> it works. 
and accomplished what he set out to do. I stayed. I ca- I came four times jerking off at home <laughs> while he was running at bullets on that train, and then it definitely worked. So I I had a great time. I don't know what his dumb ass was doing out there. Yeah, yeah that, that was a. And I guess, like, he doesn't have the deflection shields, like, thank God, but the body armor still works pretty damn good there. Like, like I feel like it'd be, I just wanted him to do something more clever, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, that would have been nice. Than just run at, yeah. <laughs> and he was uh, like, I'm braver and I have big biceps. Yeah, there, there's a, um, I mean, this kind of thing has happened a lot, but there's one Batman comic in particular I remember reading where the one issue ends with, like, Batman tied to this chair, and there's, like, some kind of death trap thing going on and there's this big cliffhanger like, how is he possibly going to get out he can't he's tied to this chair and then does he literally just flex his way out exactly he just rips off the cords in the next issue he's like well come on that's not that's not smart or like using anything he's <laughs> yeah. just very strong I knew they'd underestimate the strength <laughs> yes. of the rope they need yeah. yes. uh, these super villains who build like world ending lasers yeah. they always skimp on the rope yeah. Yeah. they didn't even do a sailor's knot what is yeah. you bought an Ikea chair are you shouldn't they do it's, you put it together wrong you didn't even it's dumb alright Batman knocks that dead shot then uh, he gets arrested uh, Wayne confides to Alfred about how similar the fight in the tunnel seemed to the night his parents were murdered and comments I've been trying to stop those two bullets all my life he expresses discouragement and Alfred agrees, but adds he thinks uh, Bruce has a higher purpose. Bruce then looks up at the sky and sees turns the bad signal. Yeah, he turns to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> this is that one. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to stop those two bullets my whole life was a lot. That line yeah. was pretty heavy-handed. Yeah. It also made me think, like, if the whole plot of Batman is, like, he doesn't use guns because he has, like, weird PTSD about, like, his parents being murdered by him. It's, right. like, also thinks, you know what else would bring up that PTSD? A thing shaped exactly like a gun that like shoots out a rope, or like because he has all these things <laughs> yeah. that are exactly the same, probably louder than a gun. Right. It's just like oh, but there's not a bullet, so right. now it doesn't you know. Trigger. He's got like handgun RPGs. Yeah, he's just shooting rockets and, out of shit, and he's and like, also, "Well, it's not a bullet, man." Bat- Batman, the the thing that people with PTSD don't normally do is throw themselves into a hobby that forces them to deal with the thing that gives them PTSD right. every single day. No, my parents actually died while I was jerking off. And I, st- I really just, <laughs> I, seven, eight, nine, ten, you wouldn't believe how often I jerk off. Just to recover. I'm just trying to recover from my trauma. There was that, the woman on Maury that was scared of clowns. She's been murdering clowns since then. I don't know if you know this. But my parents you know, were fucked to death by a gay kids. guy. So... <laughs> <laughs> you... So, yeah. I'm just so I haven't been fighting the Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found Jesus and uh, fucked him. I fucked him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's this. Uh, oh my god! You ever see a bit where uh, uh, I don't know if we mentioned this, but Abby's a comedian, and uh, uh, there's you ever see somebody do a bit where it's just so fucking perfect, it like almost makes you angry that you didn't think yeah. of that. Like, oh, that's. You just nailed that. I've seen uh, these things. I had the information. Yeah, I just why didn't, didn't I think of it? Yeah. Uh, Jess Feeney, who has been on this podcast, she was on the Bat Pussy 2, that episode. Um, she has a bit about how Jesus must have had a giant cock. Because why not? Why would God not? <laughs> that's, that's really funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As, as soon as I heard that, I'm like, oh, that's perfect. 
<laughs> How did I not think of that? Oh, God damn it. Yeah. That's I mean, like, really at worst, it could be average size, but it definitely can't be small. No, <laughs> no, no. It's probably, like, per- you know, there's those dicks that you see, and you're like, no one could enjoy that dick. It's too much. Like, it's like, it's like, a, tw- it's like a 12 inch. There's no woman on earth that's like, oh, hell yeah, stretch me out. Like, it's, like you must have, like, a nine inch. Tit, you know what I mean? Like a perfect, just wait. Do you see nine dick. inch tip? Dick, dick, okay. dick, dick. <laughs> <laughs> long titty. Yeah, Jesus. No one talks about how yeah. Jesus is. Can you imagine sucking right? on a long nipple? <laughs> <laughs> just if you, I no you one else gets to enjoy the Pinocchio they just nipple. Hang down. I thought you said <laughs> tip, like you just had a little tiny shaft. <laughs> <laughs> He's just talking to girls like, oh, "Come on, babe, just the tip." <laughs> no, that's that's nine inches. That's <laughs> all right. We got to wrap things up. Um, would you guys, starting with Jacob, would you recommend Batman Gotham Knight? Yeah, totally. Um, if like only for the art style. I like I would recommend it just for that. I think it's really cool to see so many different like takes on Batman and Bruce Wayne and like all the characters involved. Um and it it was it was a pretty good watch. Like it was it was I enjoyed it. Yeah. Abby? Yeah, definitely. I thought yeah, it's like short filmy for the ADD crowd as myself. <laughs> like you can stop and start and the art's great and then there's some awesome fight scenes too. Yeah, that's true. It's some of the best and most gory yeah. combat I've seen in any of the Batman stuff. I've watched. I mean, way more than the movies. And I don't think any... Really, nothing. Yeah, this is the most gory, like, real violence Batman thing that I've seen. Yeah. I agree. It was a lot of fun. It had a lot of ideas that... I'm not sure if there was enough there to stretch them out like a full episode or let alone a movie. But I'm glad to see them being done because they were interesting and fun. Yeah. And uh, it was great. It was the art styles uh, vary from one to the, the next, but it, it's kind of fun to, to have that to compare and to see very different and to be able to talk about it and say, I like this, I didn't like that so much. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. I liked yeah. it. If I've you don't like one, another one will come on soon. Enough. Yeah, in 10 minutes. Like yeah. yeah. Um, so let's talk about where. Uh, um, are we just counting this as Kevin Conroy again? I think we or? should count this as Kevin Conroy. Cause it's, right. We could rate this as six different things, but I think it it's all technically he's, one movie. He's a constant, too, isn't he? In most he's in all. He's been yeah. in a lot. We've rated yes. him many, many, more than any other person, I think. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Adam <laughs> West is the, the next one, but he's got a couple more than Adam West. Um, I, I think we should do it as one. I think it'd be too hard to, to would, pick yeah. six different spots. Yeah, that would be... I can't imagine. Like, So right now, Kevin Conroy is at number three on the list behind Christian Bale and Adam West. I I want to move him above Adam West. I do too. When did Adam West move? Didn't that happen recently? Did that happen recently? Uh, yeah, Adam West in Batman New Times was so fucking good. Oh yeah? That we had to bump him up. Batman yeah. New Times is one of the best Batman movies I think I've ever seen. When did, all right, I gotta watch this. It was really good. Cool. Was this while I was out of town and I missed fucking a great Adam West? Because I haven't seen any Adam West shit. I gotta catch up. Yeah, most of it's not great. But New Times... <laughs> I gotta, I'll gotta. i watch this one and yeah. then I'll claim it. it. It's short. It's no. a fan film. It's like 15 minutes, but it's really good. It's a fan film with yeah. Adam West? Yeah. What kind of fan is that? Yeah. That's <laughs> and awesome. It's, it's, it's awesome. Uh, it was done by like a film school and it's 
like Lego Batman, but it came out like 12 years before Lego Batman was a thing. Okay. And uh, they had some other, they had Dick Van Dyke in there too. They had like a couple really big actors. When did this come out? 2005. Oh shit. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I gotta check that out. It's really good. Uh, but Kevin Conroy, I definitely want to move him above Adam West. Do you think he belongs above Christian Bale? I don't think anything happened that was so amazing to me. Yeah. That it was better than... I think Christian Bale and Adam West and uh, uh, and Kevin Conroy... Um, I, I think you could make an argument that Kevin Conroy is better than Christian Bale, but I, I agree. wouldn't use this in my argument. Right. I, I think that The Dark Knight, specifically that movie, is like the big argument that... I think the movie's being very good is the argument for Christian Bale being the better Batman, but I, I can definitely see Kevin Conroy actually... like the speci- If you're just... This is who he is as Batman. We're only talking about the characterization of Batman. I could definitely see Kevin Conroy being but I got a bitch. Yeah. What if I mean if you were to rank it even more specifically, I would say Christian Bale, hands down the best Bruce Wayne. But there's something hearing this guy's Batman, especially having this being the first one I saw where I was like, Oh shit, obviously it's well talked about Christian Bale's Batman mm-hmm. voice, but this even more solidified of like Oh, you could just do a voice that's not stupid. Right. And <laughs> yeah. it works also because yeah. it's a fucking bat that's saying, like a man that's dressed as a bat saying yeah. it. Like, you don't yeah. have to go full fucking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like kind of a moderate shift. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's enough to. Yeah, I watched a clip of. um. Oh, shit. What was the, the Superman guy that got um, ALS? Was that right? Um, no. Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves. Reeves. It wasn't yeah. ALS. He just like got in an accident. He was thrown from the ALS. Oh, he just hated okay. walking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I watched a clip of him like being su- like Clark Kent versus Superman mm-hmm. in a scene. In one scene, like no cuts. And like it was just like a small change in his voice and like his posture and shit. And that's kind of how I feel about Kevin Conroy. Like he, he doesn't make it too crazy. It was like... Watching how little an actor had to do, but how different it was to see him, like, hunched over and very, like, apologetic for everything he had to say, and then to be stood up and confident with the glasses off. It was like, that's kind of what Kevin Conroy's doing, and it's still, you still feel like it's a different character being played. Yeah. So, there's going to be a lot more Kevin Conroy, so he may end up being at the top at the end, but for right now, I think, uh, number two. Yeah. Is so uh, top five right now: Christian Bale, Kevin Conroy, Adam West, then Will Friedle, and Michael Keaton, and yeah, that's it. Christian Bale, Kevin Conroy, Adam West, Will Friedle, Michael Keaton. These are our top five. Um, Jacob, you got anything you want to plug? Yeah, yeah. My Twitter is um, Colburn nine eighteen. Um, I believe my my handle now is Tony Beer. Um, <laughs> So if you want to follow me, go on. <laughs> go on, do so it. Go, go. This is me being the master salesman <laughs> right now. Um, sure, go ahead. Um, that's all. That's all. Jake, uh, uh, Abby? Um, yeah, my Twitter's at Abby Krinsky, A-B-B-I-E-K-R-I-N-S-K-Y. Very proud that I spelled that right. <laughs> that's, that's all. And I don't even tweet that much, but 
Yeah, uh, gold when they happen. <laughs> my Twitter is at Danny Rathbun, D-A-N-N-Y-R-A-T-H-B-U-N. Friend me on Facebook. I have a lot of shows coming up, but uh, I will be on Nothing Important at Friends and Lovers. That's 7 o'clock on September 29th. Uh, so check me out there. That's that's about all I got this week. Uh, next week, we we will be doing. We'll finally be doing the Dark Knight. We've been wanting to do that. People, every single guest we've had, it's like tried to get on that episode. Are <laughs> we uh, recording that next weekend? Yes, next weekend. Oh. Okay, I think that's it. Abby, we end every episode by saying Kareem. You want to lead us in a Kareem? Kareem. 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 K